0: Isn't it wonderful how in this Limud, every single day there's a new idea, we're taken into a new uh, a space of thinking and of ideas, and the ideas are not only insightful but actionable, just the power of Gomorrah. And that we're just taking, each time I just marvel at that, that if we're taking one idea of a, of a whole daf. We could spend a month on the daf and do it with each line of the daf. Uh, and, and each time we're able to, to find such interesting things. Daf Samach Gimel. Because uh, we now we're in the parish of Shnei Seire, uh, um, the two Seirim of Yom HaKippurim, the two, the, the mitzvah, of the two gates, the goats, which is a fascinating, very unique mitzvah for Yom Kippur, and um, in, in understanding, in order to understand this this piece of you one really has to understand what it's based on. It's based on a particular halacha, which is in Acharei Mot, and so we'll spend our, our Fifteen minutes today on on that halocha, because without that, it's very difficult to understand the sugi. And then those of you who are learning daf yomi will find it much easier to learn the the piece of gemara. Uh, and it will help us understand the whole approach to meat eating or vegetarianism, uh, and and our relationship to meat. And in order to understand that, we've also got to got to understand or put it in the context of a a. A Kabbalistic concept of the, the 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 energy, the animal energy in the world. We're not just talking about how rela- how to relate to animals. The same as when we talk about male and female, we're not talking about men and women, we're talking about the male energy and the female energy. Um, and it, it manifests in, in in man and woman. Uh, and, and here we're talking about the animal energy. The animal energy manifests in animals, but it's not only in animals, it's in each of us. The animal energy is part of it of of human energy, and so when we talk about what is the correct re- relationship and approach to the, to the way we deal with animals, it's it's the animal energy in the world, it's the force, the concept of animal in the world, which includes the the animal in ourselves. So it starts with with a number of of, of halachot. I've I've included them in the sources uh, from from the Rambam in Perik Yudches of Hikhus Maase Akrabonus. um which, which primarily is <laughs> that if you slaughter, if you shecht kodshim, something that is set aside for the mizbeach, outside of the beis hamikdash, outside of the Azorah, that's an isur right? so it's an isur of the Torah. Uh, in halacha <laughs> vav, ella al That's what al sugya deals with. You're only chayev if you shechted. Um, Kodshim, uh, animals de- destined for the Mizbeach um, that are appropriate, that could be brought on the Mizbeach. And instead of sh- slaughtering them inside the Beis HaMikdash, you slaughter them outside the Beis HaMikdash, that's the problem. Um, and then the two Seirim, it depends when you, if you tr- if you slaughtered them outside, or you slaughtered one of them outside of the Beis HaMikdash, it depends at what point in the process. Uh, they were slaughtered. There's a machlokas Rambam and Ravid here, and that's that. That is the, the halachic background. Mm-hmm. The psukim in in Achareimot are ish ish mi Beit ashe yishchat shor o or ez ba machane, or ashe yishchat mi machane. Any person of the of the Jewish nation who slaughters an ox, a lamb, or a, a goat in the camp, meaning outside of the Beit Hamikdash, just in the regular living areas. Um, or even outside of the camp. And he did not bring it to the entrance of the Ohel Moed where the Mizbeach stands in order to bring it as a sacrifice to Hashem. Now look at the strong language. Dam That will be considered the spilling of blood for that man. Dam He has spilled blood and, he, and there's an Isu chorus. A very serious consequence. Um, uh, if you look at the Targum Yonason, you see how strong, how strong the language is. It says, if he spilt the blood of an innocent man. All he did was slaughter an animal outside of the base Hamikdash. It says, the Torah says, as the Targum explains it, it says, if he killed an, an, an innocent man. It says, Rashi, based on that Targum Yonason, it's based on Chazal, is like spilling the hum, human blood. It's a capital offense. What's going on? Slaughtering an animal outside of the base Hamikdash is a capital offense. What is that? Because it's not just slaughtering, even if you just sprinkle the blood outside. That's the same category. That's also like murdering. Why? What is, what's happening? So the, the, the Ramban says, a very important Ramban. It's a long Ramban, so we'll just touch a few points in the Ramban. Firstly, There are a few different dimensions to this, to this posuk and, to this, and this, to this isa. Number one, you're not allowed to bring korbanos outside of the Besamekdash. That's the one thing that's here. Good. This is also, at the time, it's not only that you can't bring korban not outside, but also she'asar basar Yisrael midbar. In the midbar, before they came to Yisrael, they weren't allowed to eat any meat that was not a korban. So you can't bring a korban outside of the Besamekdash, and you can't eat regular meat, which means you can't shecht. Anything outside of the Beis HaMikdash. Any shechita has to take place in the Beis HaMikdash. If you want meat, bring a korban shlom in. That's the only way you can eat meat in the time of the Beis HaMikdash. That's why these three animals are, are mentioned, because they're the ones that, that can be used as korbanot. If you want to eat beef or, or veal or lamb, bring it to the base of make this. That's the only way you can eat. Later on, in the beginning, this is an interesting POSUK because it goes through evolutions. In the beginning, what this POSUK means is you cannot check any meat outside of the Beis HaMikdash. Any meat you eat has to be a, a korban. Um, Furthermore, later on, the posuk is developed to mean, and you can't bring a, not only does all the meat that you have to br- eat is has to be a korban, but you can't make it a korban outside. When the bamot were allowed later on, you were allowed to bring korbanot outside the Besamikdash, but at this point you were not allowed to bring a korban outside the Besamikdash. So you can't eat chulin, you can't just have a barbecue outside, and it's got to be a korban shlomim, and you can't do that, you can't make it a korban outside, it's got to be in the hamikdash. And then later, later in Dvorim, the Torah ter- ter- says, Hashem says, if you, when I'm going to give you wider borders, and you're going to have a big land, and some of you will be living in Haifa, and some of you will be living in Svat, and some of you will be living in Besheva and you can't come to Yerushalayim every time you want to have meat, so I'm going to allow you to have chulin, to have ordinary meat. That was a heter later on because of the size of the country, but if there's a base hamikdash, this posuk still exists. It's not; it doesn't change to something else. It's just reduced in its scope. Beforehand, the issue was you can't eat anything, any meat outside of the base hamikdash. Now you can eat private meat outside of the Beis HaMikdash, but if you're bringing a Corban, it must all be done within the Beis HaMikdash. But it's the same Posuk. It's the same issue. The reason that the things have changed is because now you have a big country. Originally, it was easy to bring your korbanot in the oil moed because everybody lived around the oil moed. So you've got to realize, whenever you're eating meat, it's a header of the Torah to, because it's of the troubles of going to Jerusalem. The Torah was matthew, so you've got to realize when you're eating meat, that it's a, it's a heter. really this should be a korban. The only way you should be able to eat meat is as a korban. But Hashem allowed you to eat it, but in your mind you've got to realize that as you're eating it. Says the Rabbeinu the, Bechayah, why is this? In the beginning when the was created, no animals were permitted. We weren't allowed to eat meat, only fruit and vegetables. How did we earn the right to eat meat? Because Noach saved them. Until that time, human beings didn't have the right to kill animals, even for consumption. What gave them the right? Because the human beings saved the animals. Without the, without Noach, there wouldn't have been any animals. That gives them dominance over the animal world. So this is also all important. As we said, the Kabbalistic concept of how we relate to the animal, to the animal force in the world. That's what the the, the the turning point of the Mabul was not just an historic event of the destruction. It changed the way we relate to the animal world. Now we're masters of the animal world so much so we're even allowed to slaughter an animal and eat it. <laughs> The Ritori is putting meat back into its original place and saying, okay, now that you've got a Samikdash, yes, you can eat meat, but only as a korban. You've got to elevate the animal. You can't destroy the animal. That's an unbelievable concept in Musa and Ashkofer, because it applies to our own animal as well. You've got to elevate the animal, don't destroy the animal. And that, that's what this posuk is. And if you just destroy the animal, if you try and destroy the animal in you rather than elevate it, that's murder. The tells used to speak about that. If you subdue a, a, a natural human drive, that's suicide. You're killing a part of yourself. Every part of the human being, every drive, every sense is part of the living human being. And if you dull your senses... You're committing a little fraction of suicide of yourself. You're killing something in yourself. And we see that here, here as well. The idea of the animal world is not there to, is not to be destroyed. It's there to be elevated, to be, to be directed. The Balaturim says, so why does this, explains also for our Gemara? Why does this din of Shkut come here exactly? And the same is our Gemara. Where do we get all of a sudden? We're talking about Yom Kippur. All of a sudden we get into the din of Shkut Echutz, says the Balaturim, because we've just learned about Seiram And we'll see in tomorrow's Dav, that the, the, the Seir, which you allow to go to the Azazel, knocking it over the cliff, is a form of Shketa. So you might think I'm allowing you to do shechita, l'shem Hashem, outside of the Beis Hamikdash, because you're sending this goat outside of the Beis Hamikdash to be slaughtered on the cliff. No, says says the Balatrim. What this comes to teach you is that's an exception. It's only for the case of the seira mishtalech, But the other, but any other case, the shechita has to be in the Beis Hamikdash because you're allowed to elevate. An animal, you're not allowed to destroy an animal. If you destroy an animal, it's so to say almost like destroying a human being. Not entirely like destroying a human being, says the Sefer HaChinuch. Ki lo chayim rak adam. The only reason for which you're allowed to kill an animal is for kapora or for human need. You need it for health, you're hungry, you're allowed to do it. But it's a heter. You've got to think of it as it's a, as it's a heter. So, so vegetarians, if if it's done l'shem shemaim, not just out of sympathy for animals, but if it's done l'shem shemaim, they're onto something. Even we who eat meat have to understand it's a heter, It's not it's not a a simple thing. If you kill an animal for no reason, or no justifiable reason, nikras dam, it's called spilling blood. It's called murder. It's not like, it's like human murder. At the end of the day, a human, an animal is not a human. Nevertheless, since the terror doesn't allow us to spill the blood of an animal without reason unless it's serving a higher cause, if you do that, then that's a, it's a form of shvikhus domi. So if you're now slaughtering an animal in a place where you haven't been commanded to do that, you can't use it. You can't eat the animal and you can't bring it as a corbin. So what's happened? You've slaughtered it for no reason. That's why it's like shvichus Domin. What have you landed up doing? You've killed an animal and now... I can't eat it, and I can't bring it for kapora. So what? It's just a dead animal. So that isn't Now Here, you see where there's an issue for hunting. People sometimes say, "Is there anywhere?" Where to say in the Torah that you can't hunt? You see right here that you that you can't do that. You can't kill animals unless it's for refua or for health or for kapora. That's the only reason for which one can kill an animal. Because then you're elevating the animal force in the world. You're elevating it to the service of Hashem or to the service of a human who is serving Hashem. But to kill it for sport or for fun or for no reason at all where it can be used neither for kapora nor for rufur, that the Torah tells us is begir ficus shvikus domim, that's a form of spilling blood.